No problem, yo. Thanks for having me. I'm always appreciative when people want to take time out of their day to hear my story or let me, you know, talk talk to them for. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. And it's good to uh, it's good to tap in in person, hear your voice. We've uh, you know, we've been interacting online for a while, and I've just really enjoyed the content that you post. So you know, it's good to uh, make things legit. You know, absolutely, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I try to be, you know. Uh, uh, a savvy content creator <laughs> by just you know, <laughs> filming my everyday yeah, man. life. You hey. know, glad it's in it. Yeah, totally. And interacting with your fans is like, that's number one way to take things to the next level, in my opinion. So you, you kill it, man. You're a mu- man for the community, for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm of the community, you know, like we're all in it together on this on this rock spinning around this this you know volatile gas ball <laughs> yeah man no that's what i like you that's why i like you you got that you got a good popper perspective about things man well without further ado we're hanging out here with god cloud i'm gonna go ahead and let the man the legend himself introduce himself why don't you just tell us a little bit about the music that you like to create and uh also just start out with where you're from and whatnot where you're calling in from today yeah, for sure. Um, I'm God Cloud. I'm from Rochester, New York. I'm a lifelong musician. I, I I play in every genre from metal, jazz, rap, you know, even electronica. Right now, I'm mostly known for my finger drumming. Getting been in the NFT space for about a year now. The first ever finger drummer to really sell an NFT. Got a lot of other cool stuff that I'm working on with some big names I'm excited about. You know, so yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh it's gonna be hard to fit this into a into a succinct little interview because yeah, you got a lot going on, man. Always staying busy and shoot, one of the mo- one of the most I-, I gotta say, probably the most talented artists that I've had on the show as of yet. This guy can like this guy can play like every instrument known to man, swear to God. I I try you know, I I just have like an affinity for just hitting things in rhythm you know and I'm, yeah. okay if I can make some music out of it I'm going to play it and record it and be like hey look what I did you know yeah totally totally man so I guess uh, a good place to begin would be with your beginnings um when did you when did you first start you know making music putting together ones and twos um was it was it on i want to know about the first first instrument that you started picking up man man the first so if we're gonna look at the first thing like that i ever messed around with, we got to go way back to when i guess i probably was around like one or two you know like <laughs> the I, little xylophone and shit huh yeah like now i had a little guitar man that i love to play around with and you know, hey. I, I tell people this story like my one of my earliest memories of me watching music videos and trying to imitate that was when um, I remember we were in this little apartment and uh, George Michael's Faith was on MTV and I had a guitar that looked kind of like his guitar. <laughs> and I remember thinking that we had the same guitar. And I remember I was in my underwear, like shaking my butt, like trying to <laughs> trying to imitate what was on MTV, you know, and. I always just stuck with that little guitar. Like it went from, you know, seeing that to my dad played music too. So I just thought it was normal to just play guitar. I thought everybody had a guitar and drum machines in their house and <laughs> pianos and whatnot, you know? So I always messed around with my guitar until I, I think I gifted it to my, to my little cousin. And I was, I was so upset about it 
but that's when I was like, you know what, like I might as well start really doing something. And in second grade, I started playing violin. Um, so I wanted to play bass, but the, the way it was, was like, you kind of signed up for whatever. And they just were like, Hey, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. Cause nobody was like, good. So it was right. just like, whatever you want to do, you're, we're, we're going to tell you where you're going to play. You're going to go rent your instrument and come back and do it. So I wanted to play bass. My dad played bass, but lost the bass chair to, to this kid and ended up just having to play violin, rented my violin. That was like my first instrument that I played for maybe about like two years. And I hated every minute of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think in, fourth grade that christmas my father got me my first ever like electric bass which i still have and still play with to this day and that's then and after that i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna learn this thing i I told myself i'm gonna practice this i'm gonna try to get as good at bass as i possibly can in fourth grade and that was my thing and then the drum machines came in and it was just always kind of me being a one-man band for you know most of my early high school days and everything played in some you know some church bands and some punk bands and uh, that were in the neighborhood and whatnot but i was always a one-man band type of person and when i got into college that's when i saw people making music on computers and i'm like oh shit this is something else yeah that really started the journey to where i am now so that's like you know a little bit about my beginnings and everything i know it's kind of went on a long story (laughs) oh no we love it yeah i love to get the stories for sure it's always good to know about the beginnings and like I said, it's a, uh, you know, it's one of those things I definitely always wonder when someone just can pick up a instrument like you can, you know, I see you, what was that? What was the one you were, uh, you were messing around with? You sent me a couple stems from it, like maybe six months ago or so, some crazy stringed instrument. Um, it had like a lot of string or was it like a four string or two, three string instrument? What was the thing you were messing around on a couple, a little while ago? Um, I mean, I've got a lot of weird stringed instruments. Um, was it the auto harp, perhaps? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I was gonna say something, something like that. Yeah, that that auto harp, man. Like that that was my grandma's from when she was like a little girl, you know. But what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess she never really like messed around with it because it, it's like the the sheet. Excuse me, the sheet music that came with it like you know how like you buy like an instrument it comes with like the starter pack stuff yeah like, strap the picks all that kind of stuff and some like instructional booklets like the instructional booklets are like dated to way back you know <laughs> the pages are yellow but they're everything's in it brand new you know yeah. Every, like yeah. the case is damn near brand new like everything in it is brand new but it's it's old as hell you know and like she had it for a long time and forever i had been asking i was like yo like can i please have that and you know it took a minute for, for me to show them, like, yo, I'm doing this music thing. Like, that's just yeah. sitting in your closet, Grandma. Like, come up off that auto harp, Grandma. You know? <laughs> but but they, she finally gave it to me. And once I had it, like, I didn't even know how to really, like, look it up or to, like, understand what it was until I'm like, okay, I started doing a little research on it. And I found out what it was. And I'm like, oh, it's an auto harp. And it's, it's just a really unique instrument. And apparently they use it a lot in folk music and country and stuff like that. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is is fucking dope. And as far as I understand, like I'm the only producer with a auto harp sample pack out on the market. You yeah. Know what I mean? and, yeah, no kidding, man. That is crazy that you dusted that off and <laughs> and found that. Yeah, man. It and it's it's so 
it's such a weird sound, you know, such a unique sound. And I think yeah. it adds just like, um, you know, a flavor that's to its own to any, any, any music, you know what I'm saying? Like I've used it on like uh, electronic tracks. I've used it on just straight up rap tracks. You know, I've used it just in, in my figure drumming stuff too. And it just never disappoints, but Nah, man, the auto harp is fire. And if anybody, you know, for anybody who might, you know, come across this later, um, this shit's to get an auto harp or grab my sample pack, gotlaw.org. Yeah. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, no, the thing is, the thing is way rad, man. I, uh, we got to get you on a slide guitar or something, man. Yeah, I actually got one. My, my aunts for last Christmas, my, my aunts, they always get me, uh, like a weird little instrument for, for Christmas. Uh-huh. And they got me this little, uh, like, cigar box slide guitar thing that oh, is dope. I'm trying to learn how to play it. Yeah. And the guy who actually made my one eight string, he gave me this thing that he was custom building, this custom instrument called a Quinn. It's basically like a hunk of wood with uh, piezo pickups in it. It's got, like, eight strings, something weird, and some double strings, too. And it's like a little lap steel type slide joint, but... It's yeah. it's it's tough to play. Those things are hard to play. I won't even front. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, I don't even know how people begin to just the finger dexterity. I tried to play the guitar a couple years back. Um, I didn't I didn't quite have I was I was still in school. And so I didn't quite have the I was a little spread thin. I didn't quite have the attention span for it at the time. I'm gonna pick it back up again one time. But man, just the dexterity that it takes to uh to move your fingers just even on like a four string guitar is just it really just blows me away yeah man it's tough and i sacrifice like a lot of you know like social (laughs) (laughs) totally like you know my social life a lot you know just being like i'm gonna sit in my room on a saturday night and just play and i was really obsessive about it and Mm -hmm. super competitive in like my high school years and you know, like early college years and everything. And like, that's all I would do. Like I'd sit there and practice for eight, nine hours a day until I, you know, got, got freaking tendonitis in both. Yeah. Ways. no, <laughs> Yeah. Get that carpal tunnel. You're like, yeah. oh snap. <laughs> right. Right. Like if your wrist ain't cracking then you ain't practicing, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, like, for real, dude. I was gonna, I was gonna bring it up, but you ever seen that picture of, uh, of Thundercat rocking out on his sixth string and his fingers are just like, it's like, you couldn't even draw it. His fingers are crossed and turned in ways that are like, in, it looks like he's throwing up every gang sign at once. You ever seen that picture? No, I haven't. I haven't, but I got to look for it. Yeah. I got to look for it. I uh, you definitely, yeah, you would appreciate it. He's like, he's hitting all of these notes and his fingers are just completely squamped. You're like, what the fuck? How do you do that, bro? Yeah, man. That's, that's funny you say that I have a... Uh... I have a I have a line in one of my raps where I say uh, I make them want a set trip when I play guitar and I have <laughs> signs dog I'm just ripping gnar. But, yeah, man, it, it looks like you're throwing up gang signs. Like nah, bro, that's G major. Like don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, for real, for real. That's too funny. Well, uh, man. Well, I'm again. I'm just absolutely stoked to have you on here because you know you you really just. You ooze the epitome of hip hop, man. You know, taking taking little small, um, random fragments and throwing them together to create pictures and to create music. I mean, that's what hip hop is about, and it just 
it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up when I watch your videos, man. It's just so dope to see the stuff that you can create out of thin air. Damn, thanks, man. Yo, I, I appreciate that. Like, that's, you know, like, I've always found, like, the, 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 the coolest stuff comes from the tiniest bit of inspiration. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if, if I could, like, take, and I'll tell you this too, man, like, a lot of how I even rap or even some of the rhythms that I use that are, like, infused in, like, my flow or how I play come from the weirdest shit. Like, if, if, if I heard a copy machine make a cool little rhythm, I'm like, yo, yo. I'm use that, you know? Yeah, and, and, hell and, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I know, you ever, been, uh, you ever been just, like, too baked and heard the crickets at night or the bugs at night, and all of a sudden you, like, start hearing, like, music? No, facts, man, and that's, you know, that's... I'll tell you this, man. I'll tell you this story. Like I had to take my girl to the doctor one time and I'm, I'm, I'm like baked out of my gourd. She goes <laughs> into the doctor. I'm sitting there. There's a secretary like at the desk and she's got a copier running behind her. She's talking on the phone. There's the other phone that's on hold. That's beeping. And the way she's <laughs> talking is kind of flowing with the copier. And oh, I look shit. up at her, and I'm, like, bobbing my head, like, damn, what are you doing? <laughs> She's looking at me, looking at security. I'm like, oh, oh, some musicians, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is too funny. It's like, it's cacophony to y'all, but, man, I, I heard that flow. That was, you were low-key right there. Yeah, hey, <laughs> He was like, yeah, you want to schedule an appointment? Okay, let me pencil you. And I'm like, woo. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. I know. It's like... <sighs> Every once in a while, you know, you're just, you, that's why you always gotta, I'm a big fan, you know, people, people really drown out the senses these days, you know, everybody's always got the thickest UV blockers on, um, they got their AirPods plugged in, you know, they're barely even paying attention to shit, and you gotta keep your ears open, because there's literally inspiration in everything these days in life. No, thousand percent, man, like really is. And you got to and I think that's something that I learned from back when I was taking martial arts and everything. Like, yes. If you if you are like anticipating every strike and thinking about everything you're going to do, if you're really thinking about stuff so hard and, you know, you're going to dull your senses, you're not going to be able to, to pay attention, you know, but if you kind of just open yourself up and tap into the web that is this universe around you, you're going to feel every vibration, you know. You're going to be yeah. able to tune into how the, your opponent's breathing, and when they go to swing, you're going to just get out of the way instinctively, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. That's sure. the way to be, you know. Yeah, the old classic, like water, my friend. Yes, you know, that's what I always tell people, like, yo, be like water, you know. Like, yep. be like water, and that's how I try to be with music and everything, you know. Like, you throw me, you can throw me in a country band, and I'm going to play and you're not going to be like, oh, well, this guy is, a, you know, a metal player or a right. player trying to play country. Like, I'll be able to weave in with what, you know, the band's doing. I'll listen and I understand what's going on. And that's yeah. you know, just the way I've always tried to be musically, uh, not even like a chameleon, but just someone who understands it all and can fit in with it. Because that's one thing I mm -hmm. always understand, like. I could tell, like, when people try to do crossovers, I could tell, like, oh, this is a, a metal band trying to do rap, and it sounds like, yeah. nah. Or this is a rapper trying to do metal, and it sounds like, nah. You know right, so, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, man, but, like, with me, it's hard to tell. Like, people are like, wait a minute, like, what? 
what were you first? You know, and that's, I always, um, you know, like take pride in when people ask me like, oh, so what are you coming from first? Because they right. can tell that I'm blending in seamlessly. So, so yeah, man, be water, be water. <laughs> you heard that's uh that is wise words, wise words, my friend. And, you know, so a little bit about myself. Um, I kind of, I've been a big fan of music for a long time, you know, ever since I was a kid and, you know, starting to grow up and listen to other kids, you know, listening to stuff. I started getting the music myself and I always been a big appreciator of it, but never really had, um, never really played an instrument, you know, like, like you were saying back in the fourth grade, they make you play a, play a recorder or something, you know, they'll, they'll let you rent an instrument for a little while, but I didn't really start getting into things until later on in my, in my life in college when I started DJing and, you know, bought some, bought some turntables and a mixer and just kind of started messing around. And just the, the amount that music can be appreciated when you actually start to figure it out, it's, it's really crazy because I used to, I used to think that music was so complex and difficult and like high, you know, just like really took a special talent to do. And I just, I love now having learned a little bit about music, just the experimentational nature of it and how it really just starts from, from those experimental, you know, it's just, it's really cool. I, I really implore anybody that wants to try music, just get into it and start going and, and just flow with it, you know? Yeah, a thousand percent, man. And like, I got to say too, like people give electronic music or, you know, using like computers or whatever, a bad rap with music, mm -hmm. saying, like it's cheating. And it's like, dude, like people, but like using a guitar is cool. Like you naturally can't make guitar sounds with your hands. So that's right. Cheating, yeah. yeah. I mean? Like anything that ain't yeah. beatboxing technically is cheating. If you want to yeah, go if that you route. use the whole natural argument. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> We're making strings out of chest hair. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> seriously though, you know, but using the computers and everything really helped me understand music even more so like I, I used to just in my mind when I was young, I didn't really have a good concept of how rhythms really worked. And yeah. I just thought it was kind of just like in thin air. And, yeah. But once I sat down in front of the computer and got this, you know, in the grid and then I was like, oh, right. shit. the click track really like, you know, no pun intended, but that's when it really clicked with me. Yeah. And I was able to even to practice a lot better to start even, you know, just branching out into different types of music and getting, you know, just being able to get a better understanding of it. And it made me a yeah. better overall. So, yeah, you know, people, whatever you got, whatever you can get your hands on, even if it's a phone app, explore, mess around, mess around with the recognizing different tones, different notes, you know, yeah. different mode scales, all that. Music is just definitely something fun and totally therapeutic. And I think it's like one of the purest uh you know, extensions of creativity, you know what I mean? Because even yes. before we can draw things, we can hum, we can sing, we can, we, you know, we can pound on our chest and pound and mm -hmm. clap our hands and everything like that, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah like... In, I like in, to, I like to call it the cure to ADD, man. Yeah, for real, for real. And if, and if not even a cure, but, like, that's the outlet for it. Or like, that's, yes. like, the ultimate, like... Yes. vessel for it if you've got add adhd 
go get get some music software and watch how productive your ass be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch you just geek out and just lose total track of like time and weeks and months and years. It's crazy. Seriously though, like you're not lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the first uh one of the first lesson I'm gonna call it a lesson because I uh one of the first lessons that I got that really elevated my game was when I linked up with one of my friends that's a that's a metal drummer and he has a he's crazy on the drums, right? And but he has a deep appreciation for hip hop. So me and him have always kind of you know bonded over he doesn't know a lot of hip hop. So whenever we kick it, I'll show him music and he's just like, damn, bro, this is tight. And so, you know, I, I kicked it with him and we had just, you know, we just kicked it for like an hour and he gave me just a super simple drum lesson. And just like what you said, learning the grid, learning how math isn't just this like shit floating in the ether. It's like it's anchored. It's all math at a to a certain point. It's all divisions of time. And once you realize that, it kind of gives you the frame of reference and like you kind of understand what what the box is around you and you can start um you know just understanding things better. And so for me that kind of it made me understand why at such a fundamental level I love hip hop so much cuz it's he he just kind of broke it down so simply for me. He's like, "Hey, bro, straight up, there's four beats: one iana, two iana, three iana, four iana, and most music sticks to those beats, to those one, two, three. You know, clap on the two and four, um, bass on the one. And the thing that makes hip hop so cool is how they experiment with the downbeat." And putting things on the downbeat or on the quarter beat, you know, hitting the E or the uh at the end. And all of a sudden, at first, it was really hard for me, but it only took like a couple of days. And I was just messing around on those one Iana, two Ianas. And I was like, damn, I had no idea that just those little syncopations are what make things just absolutely, I mean, it makes your head bob uncontrollably. It's crazy. Nah, seriously, man. And the right, you know, usage of that will will really affect people really make your heart skip a beat really yeah. make be like yo make your face all scrunch up and be like yo <laughs> right. do that like that like, okay. like oh damn i'll get all of a sudden it looks like someone farted everything yeah. got that stanky face on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like yes dude and that's you know that's like with the finger drumming and everything it took me a while to get it to where i have it now to where I can, you know, do it's that like freestyle and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and the way to like kind of program it and to figure out a way. Because back when I started, there was no, there wasn't all this like melodics and all this shit out now where you yeah. can go and be like, hey, like teach me how to finger drum and <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. you had to figure that shit out on your own. Like your ass was on your own. Like you had to watch a rap music, you know, David Haynes, Justin Aswell, um, Jeremy Ellis. You had to go watch their videos. And right. figure it out on your shit. There was yeah. no 
There was no easy way to do it. There was no app. There was no like, <laughs> yeah, no no beat junkies TV or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Like none of this shit. Like all these all these new finger drummers are so lucky. I'm like, yo, man. Like I, I, you know, but but I I appreciate the way that I had to, you know, come up yeah. with this way. I was I was I would pay for lessons. You know, like I I had got lessons from uh, Da Vinci, who is uh, who works with Lauren Hill. You know, with David Haynes, who's um arguably like the like the the original finger drummer you know what i mean like started back before i was even born you know i'm i'm not young i'm 35 you know what i'm saying so for him to have been finger drumming as for a career yeah back then shows you know he's like the godfather yeah you know what i mean so like and i've gotten lessons from him man and holy shit dude like that dude put me in my place like i thought i was hot shit but (laughs) (laughs) Like after working with him, you know, he showed me a lot of rudiments and a lot of, you know, stuff to like that will make you just a better drummer and a better timekeeper in general. And that's really key to it. But yeah, yeah, when you're playing with those, those little, those little slots in the grid, you know, it's, it's, it takes some mastery, but once you figure out where you can make the funk, you can run with it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, kind of makes me think, do you know, um, Obviously, you know the Roots, the group, the Roots. Do you know who plays the, who does their machine for them? Who does the finger drumming for them? There's a, he's a white guy with dread, with like fat dread, fat locks. Um, do you, do you happen to know who he is? Um, no, not off top. No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Word. He, so I'm, I'm not sure his name either, but one of the sickest live performances I've ever seen was when the Roots came to my hometown. And, you know, their whole setup is all all acoustic. They're making all of that hip hop just live with instruments right there. And I, I, I must have been like 18 or 19 when I watched this guy just tear it up on an MPC. And I just I remember watching him hit those pads so fast. And it just like it blew me away to, you know, just seeing that live instrumentation in person it, it just, it really does, like I said, the only way to describe it is it just it blows you away. You're just like, oh my gosh, wow. Yeah, you know what, now that you mention it, I do know who you're talking about. I do know who you're talking about. I think I follow him on IG. Um, uh-huh. The name I, Yeah, I don't know his know. name, but he's crazy with it. Yeah, but dude, like, and you gotta understand, man, like, I grew up on those drum machines, you know? Yeah. But just the way that they were laid out back in the day, um, it, it was hard to you had to play each drum one at a time because you wanted each drum to have its own channel, you know, its own track. You feel me? Mm-hmm. If you didn't do it like that, all your drums would be on one channel. And if you wanted to change the kick for some reason, you'd have to delete everything and then mm-hmm. put it all back down again, you know? So when I was coming up, it was just like the, you know, the finger drum just wasn't practical. Like I could do yeah. it. I could do it. But when it came time to record, it was like, you know right but once i got onto the computers and i'm like oh shit i can like lay these tracks out now so when i do play when i do finger drum it can it can all be recorded on its separate channels i'm like okay now this is a game changer but i i I wish that i would have been a little more on it back in the day because you know like i you know obviously i'd be farther ahead than i am now but it was it was just the the, the technology the um, the technological limitation that I was dealing with at the sure. time keeping me from it. But 
it was it was always in the back of my mind like damn like i just want to play this fucking thing like i just want to be the drummer right the drum machine because now yeah. i don't have to lug around the fucking kit you know? <laughs> I, know. I don't have to get a whole van to carry my stuff right 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 but it's funny i have a, i have a kit in the basement now and i and i'm yeah. trying, trying to get tighter on it but but not no, a big for real. so like so wild it's so fun like i just love doing it you know what i mean yeah and it looks cool on top of that <laughs> yeah yeah well i'm uh i'm just i'm yeah you kind of touch on a subject that i have issues with from time to time as well where it seems like especially with technology uh social medias websites controllers electronic stuff like that the development is oftentimes in my opinion ahead of the design aspects and the designers sometimes the designers of these things they're like they're nerds and you can tell that they're nerds and that they've never really even like seen the real world uh uses use cases and uh and also kind of some of the problems that people run into when actually using these machines and so that's interesting that there was those kind of similar just design like the the machine itself it's still you know you hit a pad and it played something but like it took a musician being like giving them that feedback that you know in order to push it forward it's like it really it just kind of outlines and, and highlights how important artists working with designers in the future is going to be i think that that's really really important in the future man got to get designers to actually be with the nerds have got to start working with the artists yo oh yeah a thousand percent and you know it's like and that's you know this kind of i think would be a cool segue to go into the nft stuff like that's yeah that's i agree kind of what is starting to happen here because just through the nature of the nft community a lot of the tools that we use were developed by you know by like tech people who don't really have uh the creative side of their brain like you know like like switched on mm -hmm. that we do and then we kind of butt heads and in, in these like you know ux issues and where it's like yo like what what the fuck is this interface like why would y'all make <laughs> this like this like we don't do this like this like the fuck you know? <laughs> and now they have to if they want to survive because the way that the nft and the crypto space is moving so quick they got to make changes right right away you know right so right. now they're kind of forced to listen to us. And now at the same time, a lot of us artists are like, yo, I'm sick of waiting on them. Let me go learn how to code. Now we're artists getting into that tech space and we're bringing that artistic creativity to yeah. the code. And that's just making a lot of things change. And, you know, we're making a revolution happen like like live. Like, yeah. Know? And it's just. Oh, man. Cool Look out. Know? Look yeah. out. The it's, artists are taking over. No, seriously, man, we are, you know, we are. And it's, it's awesome. Like I was in a meeting with, uh, with, um, with the, with the CEO from, uh, from Galaxis XYZ and they've made NFTs for, uh, you know, for Mike Tyson, Steve Aoki, uh, you know, a bunch of other big time folks. And, um, I'm explaining to the guy, you know, it's funny cause I'm like, yeah, like I play these drum machines and he's like, Oh yeah. Like, like a sequencer. And I'm like, uh, kind of, and I'm like, how does he know what a sequencer is? And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, let me show you. And I show him one of my, you know, I show him one of my NPCs and my other stuff. And he's like, Oh, well let me show you something. And he gets up and shows me his fucking move. And I'm like, Oh damn. <laughs> oh, <is laughs> that... so I'm like, so you know, what's up bet? Okay. <laughs> bro, like that. You know? <laughs> That's what's up. Nice. 
Uh, yeah, man. So I'm, 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 I'm excited for the future. You know that we're Definitely. able to come together in this space and really make some wild shit happen that just never happened before. And yeah, that nobody would even see coming. Yeah, exactly. You know, and 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 solving problems that have been around for a minute with with solutions that they didn't even know they needed. You know. Yeah. And yeah. Hundred percent. And um, just so people kind of understand a little bit what we're talking about here, um, my man God Cloud is one of the first, if not the first, of on the finger drummers as far as finger drummers. But he's one of the first musicians to really go on to the into the NFT and blockchain space and really start to monetize his art and his work and really, you know, taking all of that, um, all of that control into your own hands. And so, why don't you just tell us? how you how you got into the space to begin with and you know just kind of like what you saw things to begin with as and then we'll kind of slowly get to where you're at today in the space yeah sure thing um yeah so you know when when i first got into the NFT, i'll be straight up yo i thought this shit was a scam i was like nah i'm like you want me to do what i'm like i gotta buy it I got to give you crypto? Yeah, or sure. I mean, you're picture? a smart like, guy. You do your research. Right, yeah, but I, I just didn't get it. And, you know, funny thing, like, I was in a marketing company with um, with some folks, and we all got hipped on the NFTs at the same time. We were on Clubhouse. One of, this, one, this one kid who I ended up working with later on, uh, he came into the clubhouse room we were in. He's like, yo, you guys got to come here. Check this out. They're talking about some new wild shit. It's about to be the future. I'm like, uh, okay. So we all jump in there. They're all they're all buying it. I'm like, I don't like it. I don't get it. I'm out. And yeah. <laughs> and they they all went on to start like the on at the time on Clubhouse. It was like the biggest NFT like space that was there, you know. Yeah. And I started seeing that grow and seeing the celebrities coming in and all that shit. And I'm like, huh? Like you know what? I'm not getting left behind. Let me study up. So I studied up. It finally clicked for me. I'm like, okay, I get this shit now. And that was probably in January of 2021. Um, studied up all January. By February, I was ready to teach about it. Started just teaching people, onboarding a lot of people. Um, and right now, I think I've onboarded over, not even I think I have, I've onboarded over 10,000 people into the space. No kidding, man. Yeah, yeah, it's been wild, man. But a, a lot of the big names now came through my my early basics rooms sold their first nfts and you know went went on to to make you know buku bucks you know yeah and and i'm I'm super proud of that uh when when in march of last year and it was on my daughter's birthday march 4th that's when i sold my first ever finger drumming nft which was just one of my instagram videos it was a a video the ones with the you had like the uh the kind of like mandalas in the background moving around and stuff? Um, no, not even one of those. Not even one of those. Um, this one was just a, a video of me playing uh playing a drum solo in five over four. It was like a minute long. I posted that up for twenty bucks just to see, you know, what what would happen. Yeah. And uh and uh somebody bought it. And huh. at the time I'm like, huh, I'm like, okay, that was cool. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, wait, like, nah, no. I'm like, yo, I just made history. Like, I'm the first finger drummer here. I'm like, 
I just put out the first ever finger drumming NFT on the blockchain. Like that's forever. Yeah. Never, yo. So I was like, shit, damn, I just did that. I'm like, okay, let me put out some more. So I put some more out. And these are all videos that were just on my fucking Instagram, man. Like, and you know, and I started making money. I made, I made about $300 off of just posting, you know, Instagram videos as NFTs. Come on, man. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, okay, like if I'm doing this, what if I start taking it a step further with some other things and, you know, yeah. start getting into project management and doing this and doing that. And, you know, and that's what led up to me where I am now. And, you know, that's what really spawned a lot of this other stuff. No kidding. And, uh, and then you're going to be on the, on the next remix of the George Lopez low rider, right? Not nah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but maybe. you actually brush shoulders with George Lopez, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George, George, George is my guy. Yeah, I'm. Um, I got you know asked to help with um uh, with his first with his Genesis NFT. Um, you know, and when we say Genesis, that just means like the first. Uh, yeah. Okay. For person's you. first NFT. Yeah. So I um yeah I got you know approached by somebody uh, one of his partners. They were like, hey, we need help with this. Can you help? And I'm like, sure thing. And um. Ended up partnering up with with uh, with uh, his partner to do a lot of this stuff and help build the agency. You know, help get you know people in place to help do things, and get developers, getting other artists and potential collaborators and all that stuff, getting everybody on deck. But yeah, man, I I did the music for the uh, for the NFT drop. We uh, made some vinyls for it, and it was pretty dope, dude, because we were selling, you know, the song on vinyl for $800. And that yeah, was, oh, yeah. sick. Yeah, that was, like, my first time ever selling a one song, you know, for that much. You know, that's that's usually, like, you know, a couple thousands of streams for somebody. Yeah. $800, you know what I mean? Man, maybe, even, maybe even so more. Sick. Yeah, man, and that's... And, once I did that, George is, you know, George is super giving, super, super generous. And we, um, you know, for he, uh, for his um, fundraiser event out in L.A., I went out there, was hanging out, got to meet him, you know, hanging out, eating, eating like lobster and fancy, <laughs> you know, fancy this and that at this party. There's a ton of celebrities there. And uh, um, Carlos Santana's band was actually playing Minus Carlos. Yeah, and I ended up um getting introduced to his uh to Santana's lead singer Andy Vargas, and we got to talking, and he's like, you know, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm a finger drummer. He's like, oh shit, you're a finger. He's like, I'm an NPC head. He's like, I've been collecting for for years, for decades. Like ever since I was a kid, yeah. I've been collecting NPCs. And him and I hit it off, and now we're working on some stuff together. We have an NFT drop coming out on April first, and we're but we're about to do a bunch of other stuff. We're uh working on a song for this Val Kilmer NFT drop coming up. But yeah, man, it's just been a wild ride. Like all these doors have been just opening up right after each other. And it's cool to be collaborating with these legends. You know what I mean? You hear somebody who sang for Santana for 22 years. And now now this guy's calling me on the phone, just being like, yo, God, what's up? You know, how's everything? (laughs) You know, like, what are we, are we getting on Twitter spaces later? What's up? You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's opened up so many possibilities. I'm that is so crazy. I'm so happy for you, man. You're you're you seem like an extremely deserving individual for all of the success that you found, man. Just 
crazy talented and i just hope you hope you the same kind of blessings in the future man and just we hope to hope to continue seeing this story evolve and grow for sure thanks man yeah i'm you know as long as i can long as i can help it i'm gonna keep pushing and keep just trying to raise the bar keep trying to do new things um the the new music project that uh andy and i are working on with uh galaxis is gonna be groundbreaking it's gonna be the first of its kind in music i don't want to give too much away right now but we're really yeah. you know pulling some different technologies together to yeah. make it wildly unique and it's gonna be it's gonna be the project for anyone at any you know point in their career whether uh -huh. it's NFTs or otherwise for them to jump in and really monetize their uh their brand on the blockchain you know what i mean oh, so I'm, sweet. I'm super Beautiful. stoked for that yeah man it's gonna be fucking wild i'm hype absolutely and actually that's uh i was gonna ask um so if there's anybody any artists i got a lot of artists that you know are still up and coming in the industry that I have on the show. And they're always tuning in and listening to episodes. If there's anybody that's listening in the future right now that wants to, you know, slowly break out into the space. Is there any just basic advice that you would give them just to get started or, um, you know, beginning tools that they can trust? Yeah. Um, get, Get, go on Twitter spaces. That's where all the NFT shit is. You know, go on Twitter spaces. We we all used to be on Clubhouse, but I don't know what or why, but everybody just all at once was like, yo, go over to Twitter now. And we're like, all right. <laughs> you know, so, that was a good move for Twitter. I'm not going to lie. That was hella strategic. Yeah, yeah. And they've been, they've been killing it. Like Clubhouse has done some cool stuff to try to come back, but it's not, you know, Twitter and then it's not even like Twitter's the best platform like like Clubhouse you can <laughs> Clubhouse is just in, in my opinion it's just a better platform mm. it doesn't crash as much you know you can have as many speakers as you like <sighs> oops I, I'm sitting at my drum kit <laughs> but um but yeah you know like Clubhouse is a better platform more stable got some stronger features and everything but I but for whatever reason everybody's on Twitter you know, mm. and if if you are new and you don't know up from down, whatever with NFTs, get on Twitter Spaces yeah. and just try to make ten good friends. That's what I tell everybody who's new who's trying to get in. Make mm -hmm. ten good friends. Don't try to make customers. Don't try to you know get people to like uh, promote you or whatever. Or don't try to you know like buy anything right away. Just go make some friends. Go make yeah. ten good friends. And that's going to end up becoming your network and you're going to connect with their friends and that's going to be your squad. That's going to be your yeah. tribe. And mm -hmm. then doors are going to start opening up for you like it did for me. Like when I got on, I wasn't trying to make or sell NFTs. I was trying to, I, I was just like, hey, I see a, a need here. People want, you know, help with like, you know, getting wallets set up. So mm -hmm. me and my 10 good friends were like, hey, we're going to just help people. That's what we did. Mm -hmm. and, that led to a lot of other, you know, uh, uh, successful things. And um, the second thing I'd say, too, after Make 10 Good Friends is figure out the way in which you are going to uniquely add value to everyone around you. Those two things are going to get you far in the NFT space and in anywhere, you know. So that's yeah. my advice to anybody just trying to get in. Totally. Great advice for life. Yeah, 
figure out where you can create value, man. Find a value vacuum and fill that shit. Yep. <laughs> exactly, yo. <laughs> That's what's up. Great advice. Thank you for any of those that are uh that are wanting to get into the space. You know, follow those steps. But you know, God Cloud, he, he's a really cool guy. I you guys go and go and add him on Instagram as well and because I'm sure you'd be able to to give anybody help and, and interact with anybody that would that would be down. Because you're definitely I've uh, anyways I've really enjoyed enjoyed your energy online, man. And I want more people to uh, more people to get connected with you. Thanks, man. You've always been so kind and so supportive of me, man. I always remember that. You know what I oh, mean? Man. I, I get kind. a lot of I get a lot of haters, and I don't know why. Like I don't do anything, but right. <laughs> I'm not like you know. I'm not up there, like, talking about politics yeah. or anything else, you know? Like, I'm just like, hey, man, like, all I do is post, like, music and, like, yeah. father shit, you know? <laughs> right. But showing love is free, man. That's what I always love to say. Showing love is free. People act like it's hard to drop a couple fire emojis in the... You ever get tired of my fire emojis, you know? <laughs> I, uh, but I just... Every... I don't see any point in scrolling through Instagram without interacting. I don't know that's mindless at that point. Like every fucking, like I kid you not every single post I see, I hit a heart. And if I know you, I, I comment on it. It's like, I don't even know why people scroll through shit without like, it's interesting to me, but Sean loves free, man. No, seriously is. And that goes a long way, you know, especially with us artists, we're, we're yeah. sensitive, you know what I mean? And we're, you know, <laughs> like we, we, we appreciate appreciation. You know, I always, I always say too, like, I appreciate your appreciation. And I, yeah. I don't think people like really pick up on that. Like that's real, yo. Like, Hey, I'm glad that me doing this makes you, you know, feel moved enough to be like, yo, fire, fire, fire. Like, yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, well, you're you're out there in New York, and the the headquarters for this website I'm working for, Bong Mines, is over there in I think Staten Island or somewhere in New York. So I might find myself over in the East Coast at one point, man. We gotta we gotta do this in person and link up sometime. Yeah, yo, absolutely. Let me know when whenever you're in the city. I'm I'm six hours away. I'm damn near near in, in like Canada. I'm right on the lake on Lake Ontario. So Oh gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Word. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, just let me know. I'll 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 swing down. I'll hop a train down and whatever. I love taking the train. Since, since yeah, I yeah. And uh and likewise if you ever find yourself <laughs> down here on the west coast, I'll I'll make my way up to you as well, whatever. Absolutely, absolutely. I might be coming back out um uh around may or june for george george's george lopez having another event um probably gonna come out to that and i got invited to some uh some santana shows and everything i'm gonna try to get out to that so so yeah man hey well i'll I'll buy you a burrito if i get you out here man we got some bomb ass mexican food (laughs) oh i know it man when i was out there last time i was just hitting all the spots (laughs) yeah get me my chili relleno yo (laughs) oh yeah man we killing it over here with the mexican i'm telling you you can't have it anywhere else once you come come out to cali i swear I hear you, man. I hear you, man. Definitely good stuff. I grew up with a Mexican family, and I was a sous chef in a uh, like fine Mexican fine dining joint over here too. Ah, so hey, so uh, you know all about the uh, about the poblanos and all of that. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. I know all about the recipes, yo. You know, cuchara salt, cuchara pimienta. Like yeah, dude. Like I I can break down all the recipes, whatever you need, man. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Well, hey, uh, 
last thing that I was going to say about the NFT space is um, I'm a major fan of always my first, the first band that I stand out over as a kid was the Gorillas, And I'm just, I'm so excited that they are back together because I just can't wait to see what they do as the whole world goes online. It's like the whole world was, it's like the whole world is moving to Plastic Beach and into the gorillas land, man. I love it. It's crazy what's going on right now. Yeah, that's funny you say that. I was actually, uh, I'm actually going to be doing something with um, uh, Pevin Everett, who worked with them um, on a few tracks, or I don't know. Oh, no shit. Next, but yeah, he sang on one of their songs. Um, but yeah, dude, like it, it, it's, it's funny too. Cause somebody, um, or that, that it was a project called only for us, where they really borrowed a lot from the gorillas imagery. You know, they like cross that with some anime stuff like Evangelion and Gundam wing and all that type of stuff. And it's like, yeah. man, like, you know, they were, they were doing this back, back then, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you know, it's crazy. way back the Clint Eastwood days, you know, they were, already in the metaverse so to speak you know with their avatars and- totally i mean not you know not even showing up to concerts just doing kind of like projector shows or hologram shows or when right. beach came out that album i remember going they had a whole website where you could explore the whole plastic beach island and it was like a whole little like adventure game where you had to you know uncover little cups and see what you find and, and it was just crazy crazy and i'm stoked to see what what uh damon albarn's got up his sleeves for the future man it's gonna be wild yeah the, the future is definitely bright for musicians who are creative and who want to just take advantage of new technology and just deliver something new to their fans and you know i'm i'm one of them i'm super stoked about yes, all this sir. shit and it's like bruh like I've I've been a struggling musician for you know most of my life. Like I've 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 always had to figure out other ways to hustle to you know to to stay afloat. You know, mm-hmm. but now with NFTs, bro, it's like I got a I got a new I got a car in the driveway. You know, like I my 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 girl's got a diamond on her finger and all this shit. And it's all from this new you know influx that I've been able to generate from from NFTs and all that shit. You know. Um, it's it's just crazy, and I'm I'm super excited for what else is coming down the pipe, you know. So I'm yeah. <laughs> gonna keep at it, you know. It's just, it's Absolutely. Just well, it's uh like I said, I'm stoked for you as well, and I'm really really just happy for you. And it's been so cool to you know be along on the adventure, so to speak, by watching you on Instagram and you know interacting with your posts and whatnot, man. I just been really cool to meet you over the last year and uh and make this interview happen it's one of my favorite ones to tell you the truth it's been a great conversation man so one more time god cloud really appreciate you yo no doubt brother i, I appreciate you having me on again man like you could have you could have talked to anybody else you decided to talk to me for about an hour or so hey like <laughs> much love dude i appreciate it. anytime you want me on I'm, I'm available man hey bet it's gonna happen in the future we'd love to uh Hear some more of these stories. We love this. Love to get the stories from you. So you know, maybe maybe later on this year, if you find yourself out here on the West Coast, you know, we could possibly be doing this uh, this whole thing in person and get down on some beats. You could put you you lay down the ones and twos, and I'll I'll do the scratching, and it'll be we'll have a good time, man. 
All right, bet, bet. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Definitely down to do it. And I can break out some of my old pro wrestling stories too. We can get oh, crazy. Shoot, I ah, man, that was on my that was on my list of questions, but I we'll have to save it for next time because yeah, y'all <laughs> Godcloud was even a, a professional wrestler at one point. And, and, and I'm a nerd out about that as well sometimes. So. Nice, nice, yeah, man. I'm 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 real bad. Dude, don't get me started on a wrestling. We'll be here for a day. <laughs> Hey, rest in peace to Scott Hall, though. Yo. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yo, he was definitely one of my big time favorites. You know, like forever for for so long. You know, always loved Razor. You know, so yeah, fucking crazy. Yeah, man. Well, word up, bro. We'll definitely do it again in the future, and we got a lot, lot like I said, a lot of more stories to get into. But why don't you go ahead and end things out by? Just doing some shout outs. I always like to give you an opportunity to shout out the fans, your friends, your family, anybody that you want to tell them that you love them. For sure. Yo, uh, uh, shout out to, you know, the whole uh, uh, Sharp Tank squad. I mean, that's a that's a list of 60 folks. I'm not about to run down everybody because I don't want anybody to feel left out. But the Sharp Tank squad, they know who they are. Um, shout out to everybody at Akai Japan. Much love, y'all. Appreciate y'all sharing me on Twitter all the time. Um, and yeah, much love to everybody who just listens and supports and backs me up. Um, yeah, yo, let's let's go. Hit, hit up godcloud.org to stay posted on everything I'm working on and grab a sample pack or two. Whatever you want to do, book a book a finger drumming lesson, book an NFT consultation. Godcloud.org's got it all there for you. Um, yeah, yo, and, and shout out to you, Tex, yo, appreciate you having me on, dude, like, seriously. Oh, it's 100, man, no problem, definitely gonna have it happen again in the future, like I said, I had a lot of fun with this one, so we're gonna stay up, bro, and, and, uh, I, I wish you health and happiness this year, man, we'll talk soon, all right? Absolutely, my brother, back at you, peace. All right, peace, take care, everybody, we've had a lot of fun, that was my boy, God Cloud, really enjoyed that episode, you guys can go and... Check out all of his NFTs, all of his sample beat packs, all all the stuff that he's got. You know, he's got lessons going on, all sorts of things. Just just go to GodCloud.net uh, or whatever the whatever the website org. is. Just dot org. Dot org. Dot org. Excellent. My man, appreciate you. So GodCloud.org. And you guys stay up with him on there and... One more time, this is the hot spot. We really appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. And man, I just love getting into these stories and having some fun with it. It's your boy DJ Tykes. One more time for the man God Cloud. Take care, everybody. Peace out. <laughs>